All right, before we begin in earnest, Christmas has come early. Everybody can have a fate point. Yay! It's Christmas! I figure, you know, I haven't gotten the chance to hand out very many, and this is hopefully the last session, so I'm just going to be nice for once. Yay! However, Doc White. Oh, yeah. You heard a very loud bang right next to your face. You felt the bullet fly by the bridge of your nose. You, If it was any closer, it would have nicked it. And the window next to you shatters and a gust of wind starts blowing in. And the Terminator says, do not test me. Well, having passed not one, but two fear rolls at the end of the last session. Yes, I forgot that seeing a Terminator is a fear rank five, which means that everybody would have had to pass a fear test. Everybody here has the thing that lets them pass one automatically. So I just am going to go roll with that. But Doc didn't need to make a second one because of the gunshot. And so we have. And and is it seeing a Terminator for the first time? No, I think it's every time you see a Terminator. Huh? I'll double check that real quick, but I'm pretty sure every time you see the Terminator without any skin on, it is a fear rank five thing. I see. The first time is traumatic. The subsequent times are post-traumatic. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, as I was saying, since I managed to pass both fear checks, Doc, eyes dilated, nose flaring, but somehow keeping it together, responds, and that's what I thought. I'm guessing whoever programmed you taught you two things, how to kill and how to look human long enough to kill. So if you want to learn how to do anything else, might I suggest you stop ordering and start listening? And outside of that, I do not need to go get us a hotel room. I have a motel out of town where people don't pay much attention. We can get extra clothes. You can pull the shrapnel out of my arm and I can take a look at what you've got going there. And in the meantime, put that gun away before you attract more attention. It puts the gun back into remains of its pants. There is still an assault rifle and a shotgun in the backseat. And also another bit of bookkeeping. The Terminator does have slightly more hit points, but slightly less armor. So current armor of the Terminator is now zero because it took all of his damage, but it now has more hit points than it did before. We realized after his session, the T-800 does not have a weak point. So therefore the weak point thing did not apply. So we went back and we found out like how much damage it was supposed to take and uh, adjusted accordingly. But it is still kind of really fucked up and also has no PV. So it probably also going to look into like getting a flak jacket or something like that. For a moment, Colin, I thought you were going to say there is still a shotgun and an assault rifle in its pants. I was going to be like, bro, that is some pointless functionality Skynet has included on this thing. But uh, it will follow your directions back to your motel room. It is driving a bit like a maniac, but otherwise... Well, it's, it's Florida. It won't get noticed for that. Right. 
And just one last thing, uh, while you're handing out points, do you think that deserves a bravado hope point? Yes, right. There are bravado hope points. Uh, yes. Yes, that does deserve a bravado hope point. All right, then. All right. So we're going to go back to Buddy's. And while the cable was turned on to something, it's been a couple minutes. Buddy does say, I mean, I was kind of being glib, but uh, the police will get here eventually. There were two explosions outside my house. Gunfire, not so uncommon. It is the boonies in Florida. Explosions, the neighbors are going to call. Hmm. I imagine it hasn't been so long that the meds have kicked in yet. No, they have not. <laughs> yeah, so I am still just kind of sitting in a corner trying to not hear things, trying not to see things, trying not to have vibrations pass through my skull. Migraines suck. It must be sad. Yeah, everybody's kind of giving you the space. Uh, Vida does look a bit cons more concerned about everything than uh, Parker does. Buddy is obviously being Buddy, but uh, they are discussing, like, what extraction plans should look like and basically it boils down to if the car outside is well the car outside it has like explosion stuff and bullet holes in it so they and not to mention you guys don't know it yet but uh not to mention it is undrivable buddy then brings up that he has a friend in thai miami that owes him a favor so what you guys could do is Buddy's house is basically right on the edge of the Everglades. He like lives as close to them as you possibly can be without like technically living in the Everglades. So you could go out back to Buddy's backyard, go past his fence, and he's got an airboat there waiting. You guys could take to Tom Miami and then from there find the guy who owes him a favor, get a car and drive back to Miami. Well, that sounds like a plan. If you guys have any other ideas, that is up to you, but... I'm choosing to have no thoughts or inputs on this situation, given the state of my character. Hmm. Yes, we should go. How loud is an airboat? I don't know how loud an airboat it's is. It's pretty loud. It is a gigantic fan in a metal cage. True. Yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. Buddy does go over to Sawyer and says very quietly, Sorry there, bud. We gotta get going before the pigs arrive. Lower your voice. I'm I'm talking as quiet as I can, dude. I'm sorry. Not volume. Pitch. Okay. I, I cough out just this like haggard laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everybody does start getting ready. Buddy does go out to the sports car that the other team left, takes a poke around, uh, eventually opens up the trunk, and he holds back a celebration because he just got more guns. He's going to have to file off the serial numbers and acid wash the filings in order to, for it to be properly untraceable, but he <laughs> just got a bunch more guns. It's 1984. Hasn't he seen Breaking Bad? Acid Wash doesn't necessarily clear it underneath. You gotta do fucking ball stippling. Trust me, Buddy would know how to 
get rid of a serial number <laughs> so thoroughly you could not track where the gun came from. All right, all right. While everybody's packing up, I want to ask, what's our team's medical situation? How's everybody's hit points? Uh, Svetlana is at 10 of 19. Hmm. Yeah, I'm at 13 of 18. Hmm. Is there anybody in this little group that has a medical skill besides me? Maybe Buddy does, actually. Hold on. That sort of seems like the sort of thing I would have given him. No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> so let me check Vita and, uh, and Parker real quick. Vita does have medical. Vita has two ranks in medical and two oh, ranks good. in knowledge. So she's Yo, that's plus four. Literally four times as good as me. Let me check Parker real quick. He might be working with them better. Nope, he was not battle medic. He was shoot gun. So uh, let's shootsman. see. Buddy will have a standard healing kit. Um, I don't think anybody has any conditions. So he's just going to try and be healing hit points for you guys. Or she's going to be healing hit points for you guys. I'm sorry, I thought it was still Buddy. Basic medical kit. Target number, I believe, is 10. Yep. Uh, so first one's going to be for Sawyer. Second one's going to be for... Um, for Kolya. Okay. Uh, unfortunately... Rip. Rip my ass. One success and one bonus. I believe you can heal... It's... 1d10 minus 3. 1d10 minus 3. And then it's a minimum of 1, which is, means it's going to be a minimum of 2. Kolya, you heal 4 hit points. Nice. Yep. Wherever you are bleeding could be bandaged up and such. I guess with Sawyer, most of the bleeding is internal. It's it's uh, less bleeding at this point because it's been a couple of hours and more just like I heard internal damage and muscle wear. Yes. So despite like your needing to have things be quiet and dark, you are unfortunately well, things are starting to get dark now. It's pretty late into the evening, so you at least have like darkness down, but uh, it's about to get really noisy because everybody starts filing out and starting to head towards the airboat. Which guns do you guys want to bring because you will be having somewhat of a limit on what you can bring on the airboat? So I'm just sticking with my hunting rifle. Okay. There is a sniper rifle in the sports car, so you can have basically access to anything that is not grenade launcher or a flamethrower um, Damn. support weapon support weapons you can st like buddy does have a flamethrower you can bring the flamethrower if you want but the TA25 did not get access to like anti-material rifles or <laughs> uh, light machine guns or anything like that okay so the sniper rifle is three more damage and two more minimum damage at the cost of one recoil what does recoil do? You subtract recoil from, I think it's just the success dice. It might not be the skill dice. I think I might actually stick with the hunting rifle then, because uh, depending, uh, you know, the migraine might come back if we can't find some preventative medication. And that will make it hard enough to shoot anyways. I don't know if I want to take the gun that will make it harder to hit, even if it would hit harder. 
Okay. And I was correct. It is only to the success dice. Um, it's what minus one six to success die for each point of recoil the weapon has. Yeah, no, I think I'll just stick with the hunting rifle. Okay. What is Koya bringing? I will bring my shotgun and you said two? I didn't necessarily say two, but oh, I think okay. most people are only going to be able to bring two. Okay. Shotgun and uh, I'll take one of the hunting rifles, I think. Okay. Vita is going to bring her hunting rifle and we'll say a carbine. And let's see, Parker will bring sniper rifle and heavy pistol. And Buddy is going to only be bringing one weapon because he is bringing the flamethrower. Ah, yes. How nice for him. Hey, do these, uh, does he have any scopes available? I'm going to roll a d10, and on a 7 or higher, he does. Okay. No, he does not. Damn, what kind of a loser. I know, right? Fuck. He only has a, he only gave you a grenade launcher with three grenades and has a flamethrower. Doesn't have a fucking scope for all the rifles he owns. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it wasn't a priority at the time. Anyway, yeah, uh, you guys get on airboat. It's going to be a little bit of a ride to Thai Miami. You kind of have to go around a long way. Luckily, the guy does live like near the edge of Thai Miami. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's T-A Miami, all one word. But uh, yeah, the, the guy he knows who owes him a favor does live relatively close to like the edge of that town. So uh, you won't have to walk very far. So we'll go back to the motel room. First things first, here, Doc. Colin, real quick. It is evidently Tamiami. Tamiami. Okay, that was not... That was the last way I was expecting to pronounce it. <laughs> okay. Doc, we are going yep. to immediately resolve the Terminator's medical to see how much it heals you by. Huh. It failed. It failed. Rolled it two. It rolled a two. Okay. Well, unfortunately, uh, you do not heal any hit points. It basically tells you that most of the damage is internal and is impossible to treat without going to a hospital. And at this point, with three-fourths of its face and most of the rest of its skin missing is not an option. If you want to try and heal it, go ahead and roll... We'll say tech mechanical. That's fine with me. And target number is 10. Target number is 10. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I got even more skill successes, but I also rolled a two. Hmm. Yeah. So basically you two look at each other. He's like, yeah, most of your damage is internal. I can't do jack shit. You look at it and you're like, wow, you're so advanced. I wouldn't know where to begin. Well, I wouldn't know where to begin, but I don't have the tools here. I only brought my stripped down set to Miami. All of my good stuff's on the other coast. Alright, so here's the question. What is the Terminator wearing now, and what are you wearing now? 
Well, I've got a fresh new lab coat on, replaced my uh, shirt and pants. He's got a spare set, identical in color and cut. Not wearing another lab coat because that uh, doesn't seem to suit his style. But uh, well, I didn't bring any hoodies, but I can run out and buy one. All right. OMG, literally wearing each other's clothes. Historians will say they were best friends. <laughs> <laughs> when you get back from buying the hood, what size hoodie do you buy? Because keep in mind, this this is not like the T-800 frame, which is like huge, which is why they had to like make Arnold Schwarzenegger the face of the original Terminator. The T-825 is smaller, more compact, so it's able to blend in a little better, but uh, otherwise it is the same exact stats as the 800. Men's extra large, just to get the extra big hood and make everything look a bit baggy and loose to disguise the uh, relatively sharp corners of his exposed uh, endoskeleton. Okay. When you get back, it is just standing perfectly still, staring at the TV as it is on, and there's currently news about the uh, Soviet-Afghan war going on. Best not to watch too much TV, you'll rot your brain. It doesn't respond to that. Now, if you don't mind, I do have a few questions to ask you. Foremost being, how much did your programmer teach you about temporal mechanics, chaos theory, butterfly effect, that sort of thing? Enough. Hmm. I highly doubt that. Because if you were taught anything significant, there's a good chance that you'd be aware that the farther back in time you go, the smaller an action needs to be in order to significantly change the future. Now, of course, it does depend on which action you're discussing. Uh, eating a, something different for breakfast likely won't change anything aside from your current nutritional value, but if that different breakfast were to give you salmonella, and if that salmonella were to prevent you from going into work the next day on a very significant day in which important decisions need to be made, that does have a significant change. Now I imagine that whoever programmed you thought that murdering someone would be a significant enough change, and it certainly does have knock-on effects. But if you are seeking to change the future, then murder is certainly not the only thing you can do in order to ensure such deviations. It has just been staring at the TV this entire time, but you can probably tell it is able to hear you. It doesn't say anything. It's still watching the news about the Russians invading Afghanistan. Oh. Take the current news, for example. If a different person were in charge of Afghanistan, they might have made the concessions that the Soviets demanded of them. They chose not to do so, and so 
conflict begins. And that person who is currently in charge of Afghanistan perhaps might not have been so, not necessarily if they had been assassinated when they were younger, but if their family had evacuated to Pakistan instead, that would have been enough. And for that matter, we have no guarantee that whoever would have taken the current leader's place would not have made the same decision in his part. There is also the press of culture and society to be considered. Some things are too big and too generalized to be stopped by stopping a single individual. Yet other things are. This mission I am on is such a mission. Are you certain of that? Yes. Are you certain that you have not just been told that? The elimination of Sawyer McIntyre will cause a favorable outcome for Skynet. Skynet? I presume that's the organization you belong to, but... Consider this. They've given you a very limited set of information. They have turned off your ability to learn any additional information. It would seem to me that they have very deliberately told you some of what you needed to know and kept the rest from you. The peace on Afghanistan ends and a feel-good peace starts playing about how, you know, a local did a food drive that raised such and such hundred dollars and you know it, it here's all the bad stuff but now we're gonna get to the stuff that makes you feel good and it says humanity is asinine not going to argue but we're all we've got and speaking of all we've got I still do have an appointment to make this evening now, I know you said that the whatever I'm doing here is pointless in your opinion, whatever limited amount of information you received. But I will tell you this, if I don't go, then the Syrians that I'm meeting with are going to try and track me down. These are not people that you ghost. If you want to keep me alive, then you need to help me keep this appointment. If it's any consolation, I think that from a distance you don't look too crazy. And If anyone comes up to you and asks you what's going on with your face, just tell them that you're here to film a movie. Tell them that this is a special effects. They'll probably believe you. You look human enough outside of that. Before we meet these people, we will need additional weapons. I'd like to say no, but I do know how stubborn you are. What kind of weapons? I can buy them. It starts just marching out to the car and it says, 
money will not be necessary. Your way. Money will not be necessary your way. Let me try my way. Money will not be necessary. The store is closed. I understand that. I didn't say my way would be legal either. So I will allow you to try and convince it otherwise. However, this is going to be pretty tough. I will say diplomacy target number 11. All right. Let me just... Yeah, I will say I can actually succeed in 11 with persuasion. I have taken ranks in it. Let's see what happens. Well, it's a failure, but not a messy failure. Yeah. Let me try and spend a fate point. Okay. Unlike you plebeians, I started the game with two fate. Oh. <laughs> How dare you. So you're going to try and reroll that success? The regular success die, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Okay, but this that's not messy. I just... Uh, because the skill roll is still there. So you say that and it says your way would involve additional people and additional complications. And it just keeps moving towards the car. At this point, I roll my eyes and say, you don't even know what my way would have been and get in the car with him. <laughs> and the place that you go to is the very same gun shop that he was at earlier. He simply kicks the door in, goes in, grabs whatever the fuck he can find, comes out and drives off before the police can get there. All they will find is the foot indent of someone wearing, I guess, Nikes? No, no, it wouldn't be Nikes. It would be, like, dress shoes. You don't know. At this point, we'll go back to the other group. Other group, you have arrived at Buddy's friend's place. Sawyer, by now, the migraine medicine has kicked in. You feel mostly human. You did have to spend a little bit on a very loud airboat. So yeah. it's not not completely great. At that point, I completely abandoned, like, any attempt at dignity and just, like, had my hands pressed over my ears and was just, like, muttering, shut up, shut up, shut up to myself. And Vita and Parker very pointedly did not look at you, but he was too, too busy driving to genuinely not look at you. Kolya, how did you respond to that? I'm probably ignoring... All right, fair enough. And when you get to Buddy's friend's house, he basically tells you to like hang back and he'll go take care of it, giving you guys a little time to talk amongst yourselves. <sighs> Svetlana. Yes? I need to know something. What is it? We are definitely going to have to fight that thing again. Yes. And I doubt it is going to let the doctor out of its sight. Likely. I need to know if you actually will kill him. And Svetlana 
looks impassively for a bit for uh, finally replying. <laughs> I have not spoken to the man. I do not know what he will do. I would prefer it if he did not die. Noted. Thank you. In the meantime, I really need to see if I can find some better medicine. Mm. So, Colin, hmm. um, this this might be a little much, but I want to uh, I want to try something. And I'm not sure what numbers you're going to make me roll for this. Let me just tell you what I want. So a little bit of research says that a lot of migraine medication in the 1980s are ergot derivatives. And ergots are a type of fungus. Okay. I was wondering if I could maybe just because it's fucking wet and humid <laughs> if there was a chance in hell that I could find some ergots and just like pure strain that shit oh you're gonna fucking hallucinate um I, I don't I don't know if they're hallucinogens ergot definitely well it is when it grows in your bread and that it's yeah there's a theory that that's why uh the Salem Witch Trials, well, part of why they happen is or we got in the rye, uh, caused hallucinations. Um, it, it may also be the cause of the dancing plague. Hmm. <laughs> so, here's the thing. Uh-huh. If you just want to find some wild-ass ergots out there, that's going to be an insane roll, which is a target number of 16, which I don't think anybody here can do given their current stats, uh, unless you roll insanely well. I could roll a 10. You could roll a 10. My survival is a 6. Or... Or... Here's the thing. Or... You could ask Buddy. And it would only hmm. be a target number 8. <laughs> definitely be seeing some shit. I don't want to be high in the middle of a firefight. Dripping balls while a Terminator is attacking sounds uh, <laughs> awful. Yeah, that that is history's worst trip right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, I, I'm not. I'm not looking to get high. I am looking to not crumple into a ball the second gunshots start again. Microdose. <laughs> so yeah, this is going to be an insane roll. So, uh, target number 16. Uh, oh, well. Uh, nothing for it, but nothing to it but to do it. Nothing for it but to do it. <laughs> nope. Nope. You did get one on your skill dice, but you did not get one on the, um... So, I don't misidentify any fungi as right. gods. Right. You just look around. You're like, no, that's not an ergot. No, that's not an ergot. No, that will literally kill me. Oh, 
maybe you end your attempt to search by finally realizing, wait, it's not necessarily a mushroom. Ah, uh, hell. Alright, so, Kolya, do you want to do anything before the car is given? I, I don't think so. I don't think I have anything to do. Okay. Really. Clean your gun ritualistically. Yeah, I'll do that, but I don't think that requires any mechanical input. <laughs> Buddy comes out and, like, holds up a pair of keys in his fingers and starts jingling them, and he's like, We got him! I promised that we were going to bring it back safe and sound. That was 100% a lie. I don't think this thing is going to be coming back. Eh, probably not. On the plus side, it does have a thing in there that lets us listen to the police radio. Hmm. Useful. I am extremely unsurprised. Before we leave, does your friend have any preventative medicines for migraines? Uh, I'll go ask. Uh, who wants to drive? Mm. How, how is Buddy at driving? He only has drive boat. He doesn't have any points in drive car. Okay. My total for drive car is four. Parker does have drive car, but he's got the same amount of points as you do. I look at him. He looks at me. We shrug. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. I've typed in my answer. Okay. One, two, three, shoot. You win. Guess I'm driving. Yep. Mm. Buddy tosses the keys to you before uh, going back inside to see if he can borrow some preventative migraine medicine. And let me see. I'm going to roll this for Buddy because he's already asking for for a lot with the car. I look at the keys in my hands mm -hmm. and I look at Parker. Mm -hmm. I need you in the passenger seat in case our friend suddenly shows back up and starts shooting at us. Yeah, no, that was my plan. I mean to take the wheel. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Until you needed to take over, I was going to try and uh, shoot at their car. But the minute you needed me to take over, I would have. I was going to take over. Now, let me roll, buddy. Uh, what is his diplomacy? His diplomacy is one. However, this guy is his friend, and this is not as big a, an ask as, hey, can we borrow your sports car? No, this is going to be a normal car. This isn't going to be a sports car. So I'm going to make the target number. Can't be a sports car. It's a five seater. True. Yes. Buddy comes out a couple minutes later and he's like, sorry, doesn't got anything. At least he says he doesn't got anything. Fucking. We can stop by a pharmacy. I don't mind making a stop. All right. Do we even have a destination in mind? Mm. Do we? I mean, oh. did we have one? I can't remember. No, we extremely didn't. We okay. just kind of started moving. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. But he goes, well, I mean, now's a good time as any. Like, the cops aren't going to be looking for us here. Uh, yes. Do we just drive around and wait for it to find us? Mm. Well, we know we have more than enough firepower to kill it. I don't imagine it's a particularly bad idea. 
if nothing else, we can at least listen to the police radio, see if uh, any anybody's been like viciously murdered by, you know, some guy being choked out and crushed. I, I mean, throat crushed. Yes. And so, so at that point, you get in and you start heading back towards Miami from Tamiami. I just wanted to say it one more time because it's in, it's not it's not anyway um, and yet clearly is <laughs> all right so doc you get back to the docks near the southern tip of miami there's a big white windowless van already there i would i would like to have just a bit of a conversation on the drive over okay as we were discussing before, let's take your other target, for example. Now, you have to agree that the frontal assault method in this case does not seem to be the most effective, but there are alternatives. If this individual were to marry someone, start a new life in a different part of the country or a different country altogether, they their priorities may change significantly. They may no longer be interested in that Skynet corporation that created you. Unlikely. Well, unlikely that you would be able to do it at this point, yes, but that is something that can happen that can change someone's entire outlook, change all of the actions they perform in the future. It's an example, not an order. The event that you spoke of led them to the need to eliminate them here and now in the past to begin with. Event that I spoke of? What, which event? Their marriage? No. Judgment Day. God damn it. Wish I could pretend I don't know what you're talking about, but I know exactly what you mean. I just don't know why, and honestly, I'm not sure I want to know. That still does not... obviate my point. This Judgment Day does come, rewrite everyone's priorities, Family is going to be number one for a vast majority of the people out there. If you were to change the past, change who is the family of an individual, where they want to go and what they want to do will change. I understand as a robot, family is no doubt an alien concept, so you're going to have to take my word for it. Family, for humans, is almost everything. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you roll diplomacy. I am not going to tell you the target number. Diplomacy or persuasion, because those are two different things. Persuasion. We'll go with persuasion. This is more of a persuasion, I would think. So, All right, because I have persuasion. Okay. So you will be rolling persuasion. 
I am not telling you what the target number is. There is a target number, and I'm not going to fudge it just so that way you automatically fail. But I'm not telling you what it is. All right, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend that shiny new bravado point to perform the feat Charming Smile. This will give me a plus two on a charisma-related dice roll. Okay. For a total of plus four. And since we don't have a target number, I am just going to roll bare dice. D10 plus four. First is going to be the success die, and then all three of my skill dice. First roll is a 12. Okay. Subsequent rolls are 8, 10, 8. I'm not going to tell you the outcome, but it has been noted. It just keeps driving in silence and eventually gets to the docks where there's already a big white windowless van there waiting. The windshield has like an illegal amount of tint in it. And as you drive up, three people get out including one that you have seen on, I guess, I don't know if you would have seen them before or not, but... Uh, Probably is, uh, corresponded by mail and a phone call or two. Yeah. But yes, uh, as you drive up, they walk out, and all of them are clearly armed. The leader just has a visible handgun tucked into his pants. The, the other two are holding assault rifles. And turn to the Terminator, saying, whatever happens, stay in the car. These guys are very... Mm, touchy. And I told them I would be coming here alone. It just looks at you, reaches into the back seat, grabs an assault rifle, and when you leave the car, it just puts it on the passenger side seat. All right. I am quite obviously unarmed. Approach them, uh, hands out, put on my best dopey smile, and say, Hello there. Sorry, I uh, couldn't be you completely... Traffic was a bitch, what can I say? It's bad here in Florida. We told you to come alone. Who's that in the car? That, uh... Well, it's just someone I happen to meet along the way. It's a long story, not worth going into. He just sort of gives you this scowl. If you're going to try and uh, tell him that it's not worth going into, I am going to need either persuasion or haggle, whichever you want to use. Definitely persuasion. Okay. I have no charisma and only ranks in persuasion. Okay. He is kind of mad that you are bringing someone else into the deal. We'll call it between halfway between challenging and complex. We'll say uh, target number 10. Oh, dear. That is, a, uh, that is no successes on anything. At that point, he reaches into his pocket, pulls out his pi pistol, points it at you and says, no, I think the story is worth going into. <laughs> sir, sir, please. Sir, please, I beg you. 
I've seen enough people die tonight. Please, sir, I thank you. <laughs> I think it would be very funny if you told him the truth. <laughs> Honestly, Cat's uh, approach there might might be best in this instance. So, uh, despite him pulling out the gun, I hold up my hands and approach so that I can speak in a lower tone of voice and say, uh, 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 no doubt you've heard all of the sirens going off in town. Well, it seems my new friend is the reason why all of the police have been so on edge lately. So, perhaps for your safety and mine, we shouldn't involve him any further in this discussion. What do you say? I'm going to need another persuasion. Come on, man. <laughs> you rolled no successes on the previous persuasion. I'm sorry. Like this. I, is I, am, I am telling him the truth. You are, you are I am telling him all of the truth that he will believe. Yes, and also uh, you did literally just say, well, he's the reason that the cops have been so busy. So, like, bringing police attention to this deal not yeah i'm trying to tell him i'm trying to tell him uh if if he gets involved with the other guy the police will come i know let's um, not do that let's all not do that <laughs> hey hey con just had a thought just mm -hmm. had a thought here so um doc's health is still like under five right now yeah under yeah. six five on the dot yeah you're gonna be uh, physically very fucked up. You could show that to strengthen your case, I think. Just, like, slowly lift up your own shirt and show him the fucking shrapnel that is still in you because the Terminator rolled, like, dog shit on its medical roll. <laughs> well, I would say that that prevents me from regaining hit points, but it wouldn't prevent him from performing actual first aid and bandaging me off, so that the bandages would be there. Yeah, the bandages would be there. Hmm. Okay, so in that case, you are making both a good and bad argument for yourself. I'm going to say that this is a difficulty 8. It was going to be a difficulty 13 until you started showing off all of your various wounds. Hey, that, we got that's there. actually succeeded. He looks at you, and as you like, lift your shirt and show off your wounds, then looks over at the car. And if you look over at the car, you can see the Terminator. Like, it, it doesn't have much in the means of facial expressions, but you know that it is about five seconds away from just hitting the gas and running this guy over. Because you did tell the Terminator, stay in the car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he then unhammers his gun, puts it back in his pocket, and says something in Arabic to one of his companions, who moves back and starts getting to the back of the van, opens it up, comes out with a briefcase, and hands it to you. And as they hand the materials to you, they say... How long until our bomb? Two months. One. I have to collect ancillary materials. Some of them are quite specialized. One and a half, then. 
I can do one and a half. They nod, and Sarkis, the, the leader there, says, You know, on second thought, this guy's as dangerous as you say he is. Wouldn't it be safer if you, you know, came with us instead? We could help you get those materials to get that bomb. Well, thanks for the offer, but I really should be getting back to my lab about now. You hear a click of the hammer again, and he puts his hand back on the gun just really casually. He says, no, no, I wasn't asking you're coming with us. Uh, I uh, take a look back at the person in the driver's seat, sigh. Let me uh, let me see something real quick. I want to see if the Terminator actually notices the fact that uh, this guy's hand is resting on his gun all smooth like. So I'm gonna make- I mean, he can fucking do bullshit scans, right? Yeah, he can. Um, I'm, I'm just seeing that if he's paying attention to that at the time, because there are still two guys mm. with assault rifles there that are okay. immediately posing a large- Hey, it hasn't come up, but does this model have fucking infrared? Yes. Well, well, well no. Normal T-800s have infrared, or is it just red vision? I they think just, just have red vision. Yeah, no, then no. It's it's perfectly... What the is... 825 is exactly the same as the 800s, except for... What is a red vision? Uh, it, everything it sees is in a filter of red and black. Yeah. Uh, it's a, represented in the movie. It is a cheap camera trick. Okay. That is why. Is it a cheap camera trick for infrared vision? It's not really specified. Yeah, if it is, then it is so cheap that they used regular cameras. So, what is Sarkis's uh, stealth? His stealth is his entire thing is a total of three, but he doesn't have any ranks in it. So the T eight twenty five is going to roll detect with a target number of. I'm going to say it's usually like anywhere between 10. So I'll take 10. Uh, so I think he just automatically succeeds. Yep, never mind. I don't even need to roll. He just automatically succeeds. As you start looking back at the person in the driver's seat, the car suddenly comes to life. You see the headlights come on and it starts zooming towards you guys as the Terminator floors it. Sarki grabs you and moves back to the van and the other two like start opening fire at the car. Uh, I did not stat these guys out, so I'm just going to have... Uh, they would be trained in rifles, so I'm just going to use the police officer. I'm going to roll pistol, but know that it's actually rifle. Well, actually, no. Police officers do have rifles. So, uh, target number is 10. But he is moving rushing speed in a car, so... Straight at them. Yeah, straight at them. Light cover, partially concealed... Uh, moves more than their closing speed. So that's a minus three, minus four, because they'll be using that, so... Oh, no, they can, they're just going to be using burst fire, so they can try and re-roll their success dice if they fail. Okay. Uh, no, they do not succeed in hitting him, so he takes no damage, but he does run over one of the terrorists. And it's at this point, everybody gets a good look at him, and they start freaking the fuck out. They shove you in the van, and they start trying to 
peel out. First off, you guys do end up stopping at a pharmacy at some point and buy some preventative migraine medicine. Cool. Praise be. Um, it is getting pretty late. We are talking 10 p.m. late. So uh, between running around all day, being shot at, having a lot of excitement, and then, you know, just being up and what, seven o'clock, you're starting to feel a little bit tired. Hmm. I'm used to this. Especially those of us who are regular people and not dystopia soldiers. Yeah. I don't know if this comes in any sort of like gameplay mechanic, but uh, I do want you to keep that in mind and like maybe being like potentially like dozing off in the car as it moves around or such. Yeah. Yeah, given that I am normal human who has no military training and I am in the driver's seat, there's not a, a there's, traumatized there's, psychopath. <laughs> yeah, there, there's probably a couple of harrowing moments where the car starts to drift and then corrects. Oh, God. The second time that happens, Parker goes, okay, nope, you're done. <laughs> yeah. The first time he will allow. The second time, absolutely not. Get the fuck out of the driver's seat. And the third time is enemy action. <laughs> yep. Yeah, makes sense. I pull over. Yeah. And, uh, Chinese fire drill. Yep, 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 yep. Coffee? Some... Sleep might be better, actually. We don't, do we even have a plan for tonight? Where I mean, are we going? What are we doing? I mean, we could just, like, try and find a cheap motel or something like that. Pick it at random. It'll be harder for the machine to track. Yeah, yeah. And let's see. It is at this point you hear police chatter describing a chase there are two vehicles that are breaking the speed limit. Looks like uh, one is chasing the other. Neither are cars that you recognize as things that the Terminator has driven before, but you've only been seeing him driving that one sports car. So, I mean, hmm. there is a lot of stuff going on in the police chatter, but most of it is just like completely mundane shit. Um, you also did hear about a break in at a weapon store. If you want to investigate that. I don't want to investigate shit. I want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should find a motel for, uh, you know, sleepy reasons. I've been awake for at least 24 hours, I think. So probably even Svetlana is probably feeling it. Um, not quite 24 hours. Like it was oh. like 3 a.m. when you, uh, well, actually, okay, okay. actually given time displacement, you might have yeah. been up for 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, I was awake before I started uh, time traveling as right. well. Yes. <laughs> but you do hear about that one chase. At this point, Parker looks at you guys and is like, do we want to check that out? Do we want to try and avoid it? Mm. I do not want to fight it with everyone falling asleep. We should avoid it. Okay. 
All right, we'll go ahead and try and find a motel. I'm sorry, Colin. <laughs> I know. I know you're acting like human beings instead of action hero- movie heroes. Fuck you. Yeah. The DM. Hey, uh, it's been like almost an entire day and you've been in two firefights. You're all exhausted. Also, the DM five minutes later. Hey, there's a car chase on the other side of town. Y'all want to get in on that? (laughs) (laughs) Mate. Doc. You are currently in the back of the van. The van has many weapons in there. It has lots of assault rifles. It has some shotguns. There's even a couple grenades in here. No grenade launchers, just like regular grenades. Hand grenades. Yes, hand grenades. They are called that because you use your hand. (laughs) Pineapples. I'm debating whether I want to give them a light machine gun or not. Absolutely. It happened in the movie. What do you think? Like, I, 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 okay, what do the rest of the players think? Do we want to give the terrorists a light machine gun? A light machine gun? Hmm. I, I mean... Yeah, sure, fuck it. Okay, here, here's my question, Colin. Hmm. How much more damage do you want the Terminator to get before we engage it? <laughs> Um, well, there's a reason I want to give it a light machine gun and not a heavy machine gun, because a heavy machine gun deals 2d10 minus 3 with a minimum of 8. Light machine gun deals 1d10 plus 4, minimum of 6. I don't know, dog. Make a choice. But they should have a hatch on top from which they are firing. That is definitely something the Libyans had in the movie. Yes. So, it is. Yeah. On top. I remember that. I'm going to rule that they do have a heavy machine gun. Okay. So, Doc, because I want to give you something to do. There's a high-speed chase going on. One of the terrorists grabs this heavy machine gun, takes it up through, like, this hatch that they probably cut out of the roof and, like, mounts it and starts trying to fire at the Terminator. And, like, it is swerving and avoiding and like occasionally you, you feel the bump as the Terminator like rams into the terror truck. What are you going to do while this is all happening? Keep in mind you are not securely fastened at this point. Well I think at first I'm just going to uh, grab both arms onto the shelves that all of these weapons are probably uh, secured to and hang on for dear life. Try and make myself as small as possible so any bullets or ricochets do not go through my uh, tender mortal flesh. All right. So in that case, uh, try rolling. Would this be athletics? I would think that this is athletics. Difficulty eight to see if you avoid like bumping your head or something. All right. Athletics. One success, no skill successes. No skill successes. So the worst that was going to happen was I was going to give you one of the conditions that also would not include bleeding, which would have been really weird. But in this case, you just simply avoid that. You do hear the minigun going off up top. Minigun? Uh, mini, heavy machine gun. That's, I mean. I mean, I yeah, that is a, a minigun is, is uh, well, I think it, 
It's not an LMG, that's for sure. Yeah. A, a heavy machine gun is like a Browning. Or a minigun. Or a minigun. Yeah. It's still technically man-portable, so... Yeah. Very technical. Arnold uses one, and he's... Well, yeah. not really a man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there was a fourth guy. He was just in the back of the van, which is why there's still three of them here. Um, But there is one who's just, like, watching you make sure you don't do anything funny. But there is a point where, like, the car makes a very sharp turn and almost, like, spins out of control. But uh, eventually it, it corrects itself and, like, you know, it swerves a little bit. You hear the Terminator, like, correcting there's the occasional gunfire and then you do hear the guy above you scream in pain and fall down into the car and the minigun falls on top of him because it was not properly secured so uh, if he's not dead he's very very badly hurt are you going to do anything about that or are you just going to be like well sucks to suck well all else aside I do not want to watch someone just die in front of me when I could do something, so I have no medical training, I will not be patching up any wounds, but I will at least drag the minigun off of him and pull him into a corner of the van where he can rest or die in peace, whichever happens. Okay, so I'm assuming you're grabbing the minigun in a way that makes it obvious that you are not going to grab it yourself, because you're, you're just moving it. Yeah, just quickly grabbing one of the barrels and pulling. Yeah, I, okay. I just wanted to clarify, because if you had moved as if you are trying to use it, the other guy was going to shoot you. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. And it is at this point we go back to the other group. Other group, you're driving down a street, and at this point, Parker just makes a corner turn looking for some place to sleep and all of a sudden hell breaks loose because part of the car dents in you are spinning out of control parker is knocked out slams onto the wheel unconscious as the airbags go off 84 no airbags oh true 84 no wait airbags. what really yeah they certainly weren't common and they definitely weren't uh, standard equipment by this point. Uh, since the 1999 model year, the federal government has required automakers to install driver and passenger it airbags. It took until 99? <laughs> they were fairly common before then. The, they uh, weren't required until then. Yeah, federal oh. regulations kind of tend to come into effect once the technology is common enough to be cheap. Uh, Chrysler made driver-side airbags standard for its 1988 and 89 models. I see. So, yeah, we're looking for another four years or so before they become standard. Okay. There are rules for how much damage you take. In a collision. In a collision. You are riding a car. They are driving a van. So the combined speed... You are at cruising speed, so um, your car takes 23 damage, and their car takes 23 damage. <laughs> nice. Lovely. Cool. Uh, cool. Excellent. All right. I think what happens to happen next is that Parker needs to make a difficulty 12 driving test or crash. I believe that's mm. what's happening here. 
So Parker does not succeed in his drive test. So he just sort of like slams into a lamppost and it just crumples the car and he falls onto the steering wheel unconscious. Uh, The horn just keeps honking. I'm going to say everybody roll endurance target number 13. All right. Well, at least I've got actually good numbers in endurance. Uh, no modifiers. Oh, Ooh, I eat shit. All right. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to roll a d10. Since both of you failed, you're going to be taking some damage. Mm. Kolya, since you didn't get a messy failure, you're taking half. Ah, okay. Well. <laughs> What's half one. of one? Half of one is still one. Ah, yeah. I'm Round sorry. Down. I'm, be, I'm no. I'm being mean this time. I, half no. of one is still one. In Soulbound, you always round up. <laughs> so yes, both of you take one hit point of damage. Everybody else is going to take one hit point of damage, but I'm also going to roll for Vita and Buddy to see if they even stay conscious. Vita cannot possibly succeed on a target number 13, so she is unconscious as well. Buddy, pass. Nope. Nope. Neither one of them can succeed, so uh, they are both unconscious. Fuck. We're not killed. No, they're not killed. The only person here who might be dead at the moment is Parker. Okay. Because he took the full force of this. It was the van slamming into the driver's side of the car. Uh, He got the full brunt of it. Yeah. So that happens. And then because the terrorist van suddenly stops, the Terminator accidentally runs into the terrorist van again and kind of like pushes it. Oh, no. That's the current state. Both of you are still conscious, but you two are the only ones who are. So who wants to go first because at this point we're not moving in initiative yet but <sighs> reach into my pocket dry swallow like the entire <laughs> not the entire thing dry swallow maybe a little too many uh, preventative pills yeah I have a thought do tell in this moment, what is the state of the driver of the van? Hmm. How fucked up is our case? I'm gonna roll an, en- an endurance. Well, okay, he cannot possibly succeed, so I'm gonna roll for damage on him as well. Okay, he's taken seven hit points. Oh, that means he possibly taken a. Uh, he has taken a wound, I think, because he got more than five hit points worth of damage, so uh, he has a head wound. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Like, if you don't think you do wounds for NPCs. Why wouldn't you? Due to the nature of most NPCs, tracking multiple wounds for each one when they are unlikely to last long in serious combat is generally an unnecessary requirement. For this reason, we suggest that wounds are ignored with regards to all NPCs besides the main antagonists of the story. Or any significantly large, strong, or threatening characters. Okay, um... Should an NPC become wounded and not be killed, 
the director should feel free to impose whatever modifiers best suit the situation. Okay, so basically, uh, because of the head wound, Sarkis is going to probably be getting minus twos to basically every roll he does. So... He is still alive, he's just bleeding pretty badly from the head. So that was... The uh, status question I had for you, so here's what I'm going to try and do. Currently, the van has come to a crashing halt. And in this moment, seeing the state of the driver, I would like to try and pull him out of the seat and get in it myself. And if any of the Syrians try to object, I'm going to turn to them and say, let me drive if you want to live. (laughs) All right. Here's the thing. Only Sarkis speaks English. So you say that and they keep yelling at you (laughs) and pointing guns. Well, I'm going to make my actions clear by peeling out. All right. I'm going to need you to roll a drive test. We'll say difficulty 11. Okay. There you go. There we go. You managed to peel out fast enough to get Good away from the Terminator. At least, at least start getting away from the Terminator. No whammies. Here's the thing. It does not know that you have taken the wheel. So at this point, I think initiative is required. Okay. So let's roll initiative. Uh, once again, I have rolled a six. Rolled poorly on my initiative. I rolled a 14. Uh, this includes... Oh, that's right. Doc does not need to roll. Doc acts on ones. Mm-hmm. All right. So, bottom of the initiative. Doc, what is your intention? Get off the main roads and start driving essentially the obstacle course that is the industrial sector adjacent to the docks. All right. Kolya, what is your intention? Get out of the car. Okay. I will say that there are other cars around, and it is painfully clear that there is a Terminator driving one of these cars. Yeah. Grab my gun and leave the car. All right. Sawyer, what is your intention? Uh, Well, maybe it's painfully obvious to Kolya that there's a Terminator driving one of these cars, but I am normal human, uh, who is not good to rebound from that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use eyeballs. And I'm just going to take a second and survey the scene. I would say, okay. if nothing else, it has a glowing red eye. Yes, it does have a glowing red eye. It's not wearing any uh... sunglasses. Cool. cool. Maybe if I roll really well on detect, I'll learn that. Yes. And as far as the T825 is concerned, he is going to try and crash into the van again. This is going to be a ram. The vehicles must be within the distance 10 for this to be attempted. Uh, you are definitely within the distance 10. The aggressor rolls pilot to make an attack to hit a difficulty equal to 8 plus the defender's ranks in the drive skill. What is your rank in the drive? 3. 3. So the target it is hitting is 11, which it can hit pretty easily, but there is a chance that it'll fail. Okay. It's not going very fast, so I am going to say it's just going to do the minimum damage of three. So, let's see. What is a van's total hit points? 
this is important to keep track of now. Yes, uh, vehicles. Van is 75. 75 it has so... PV4, okay. resistance 26, and movement 24. So, no, it does not deal any damage. Um, you feel the Terminator like bump into you as you start gaining speed, but unfortunately for it, fortunate for you, it doesn't do anything. Sawyer, you're up. Okay. Uh, each rank in good vision adds one additional skill die success to any detect roll. Okay, so I just have two more successes on the skill dice for this roll. Okay. And uh, it says I do. Eyes. I do have, in fact, special eyes. Uh, like I said, I am just trying to get as much detail about this whole thing that's happening to me right now as I possibly can. What's my target number? We'll just say 10. That seems to be the standard when it's just like general action is going on. So we'll go with 10. Okay, wow, okay that's... well, how about six successes on the skill die, and also it works? You can see the fucking universe. Um, no. <laughs> but, Excellent. Uh... <laughs> oh, shit, no, I am taking her gods. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I said no. It took too many of those uh, migraine pills. So, what you see is, one, the person in the car has... If you're being generous, one third of a face. The rest is a metal skull. So, yes, that is the Terminator right there. Kay. Two, you can see the light hit the van's windshield just right. And you can make out the vague features that you saw of the other person that the Terminator was with. So he is driving that van. Three, you see several other vehicles here in prime condition that can be taken if you so choose to want to go ahead and try and end this. Four, you start hearing sirens. All right. Uh, Could I also get, like, the status of the other passengers of my car and maybe an idea of how functional my car is? Uh, Your car is not functional at all. It was crashed into from the side and then hit a street like head on. So the front is crumpled. The side is crumpled. That thing is probably not moving. Vita and Buddy are a little beat up unconscious, but they otherwise look fine. Parker is going to need medical attention, but he's not at risk of dying like immediately you could probably call well honestly with the way that this is going a police car is probably going to see this and either pull over and uh inspect this this vehicle themselves or like call for an emt to come to the scene immediately and in that case parker if he is still alive will probably live okay um one other thing, and it's sort of a, a coloroy to a thing I asked earlier. We're still in the car with the police radio in it, yeah? Yes. Does Is the police radio still functional? I'm going to roll a d10. 
on a four or higher, yes. I'm giving you better than average chances. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, is it the kind of thing where I could radio? Does it have a mic on it? No, it doesn't have a mic on it. It unfortunately is just Fuck. listening to make sure that, you know, you can hear what's going on, but you can't, like, call in for anything, unfortunately. God damn it. That was going to be my next turn, was calling for EMTs directly to this street corner, but that's that's a no-go. Yeah. Okay, uh, I think that's it for me. The kind of police radio that they let civilians have has no two-way communication device attached to it. Okay. Well, this is a friend of buddies, but yeah. <laughs> One last bit of bookkeeping. What's the score on the bulletproof vests we got at buddies? Um. Do we still have them? Yeah, you can still have them. Like, he would have let you take them. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Okay. So that is all that you see. Kolya, you're up. What was your intention again? Getting out of the car with my gun. Yes. All right. Probably the shotgun in this range. Okay. And uh, Doc, I need you to roll drive this time. Difficulty. We'll say 11. See, uh... In terms of defensive strategy, I am attempting to gun it. The defensive vehicle moves at full speed, trying to place as much distance between it and the aggressor. The defending pilot rolls a drive skill test, trying to move as fast as possible. Ah, okay. So... For most drivers, driving at this speed will require a skill test and a standard action. Yes. The driver can still do stunts without increasing the difficulty of the driving test. Though their effective skill is one less than normal, vehicles speeding have an effective movement rating equal to the vehicle's movement plus four for every rolled success. If a pilot uses their special ability while speeding, then they progress at their maximum speed of the vehicle plus four. But you are not a pilot. Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to be, I assume, driving in a mostly straight line. So this isn't even a stunt. This is just a regular drive skill test. this This is just a regular drive skill test. So you're basically seeing how far away you get from it. So go ahead and roll drive. All right. Well, that's interesting. I'm going to spend another fate point on this to re-roll my success die. Yes. You can just click re-roll success. Can you just do a plus one to your success die? Because you're sitting at a nine right now. You could. You could just give yourself a plus one and succeed. You don't have to re-roll. Oh. Well, let's do that then. Okay. (laughs) All right trying to find out how just how much you move on this it's the vehicle's movement plus four for every rolled success yes so this is a van vans have a movement speed of 24 so 36 so 36 yes well if it's plus four for each skill success wouldn't that be 20 four times four is 16 so, 40. Doc's position is 40 right now. Okay, so, um... Top of the initiative. Top of the initiative. So, Doc, is your intention to just keep doing that? Like I said, I want to sort of enter the industrial slalom. Is your intention to just keep driving until you get there? Essentially, yeah, but once we get there, 
I see an example stunt driving a winding road in the rain. I think that's pretty accurate for what I'm attempting to do eventually once we get there. Yes. Okay, so Kolya, what is your intention? Svetlana is probably intending to shoot at the Terminator. Okay. Sawyer, what is your intention? Um, mm, I have no skills in lockpick. You do have skills in smash window, though. I also have no skills in tech electrical or tech mechanical. I don't know how to hijack a car. I do not know how to hotwire a vehicle. You, well, let's be clear. You don't know how to hotwire a vehicle. Hijacking a car, all you need is a gun. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have that. Unfortunately, the only vehicle around here that has its keys in its ignition is the one that is occupied by the killer robot. I do not think I am going to be able to GTA the killer robot. <laughs> well, Colin did say that there were plenty of cars around. Did not specify whether or not people were in them. Yeah, I, like, honestly, <laughs> there would probably be a couple people, like, in their vehicles. If you wanted to go hijack a car, I will let you go hijack a car. So we're in like oh, a yeah. sort of industrial park? Yeah, yeah, we'll say that. Okay. Well, we would be close to one. We were looking for fucking motels right now, so yeah. we're on oh, yeah. city streets. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say you're close to one, but you're like you're not in there, but there's there's probably like cars with people in them around. It is the summertime. There are probably teenagers who are having a good time at night when everybody else is asleep. Okay. Okay. So... Fucking... God, if we get into a protracted firefight here, we're down three people. This thing is still exceptionally lethal, even if it's beat to hell, and also there's a ton of civilians around here. We need to leave uh, for no other reason than that's the only way we're going to minimize the body count. So, yeah, I'm going to find, like, a proper rubbernecker and attempt to procure their car. Okay. And the Terminator's intention is to fucking floor it and get this asshole who kidnapped his charge maybe kill them a little bit. Just just a, just a little bit. Just a little bit of choking as a treat. So drive car, target number 10. I have a feeling it's just moving maximum speed. No! Oh! <laughs> it, it rolled shit. Get owned. Common car has movement rate of 24. So 24 plus 8 is 32. I'm going to run down. Okay, dokie. Sawyer, you do find someone who's like sitting in their car, like watching this all go by. And like, as you come up, they realize you came out from the wreckage of the other car and they start to say, oh my God, are you? Oh, and then like, this is where you come in. Yeah. Raise my rifle up to my shoulder, pointing it directly through the window. I look very upset about this. I look very upset that this is a thing that has to be happening to me right now. And I just holler at them. Please get out and leave your keys in there. Okay, so here is my question. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have 
either. I have no ranks in Intimidate, but I do have a cool score of three. Do you have a cool score of three? You automatically succeed. This is going to be a simple challenge, which is difficulty five. And since you have a cool rating of three, simples only require a stat rank of two. So the guy puts his hands up, like shimmies over to the uh, passenger side and like very awkwardly like opens the door and like falls out and just starts like running away. I'm sorry, but thank you so much. All right, Kolya. You said you intend to shoot the Terminator. So here's the thing. Yes. Here's the thing. So it is now impossible to shoot the Terminator. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I think it's out of range of your shotgun. Oh, yeah. I would probably be out of range of the shotgun by now. Yeah. So th- this is a specific thing. When you declare an action on somebody who goes before you, and then they do something that makes that action impossible. This is mm-hmm. called a failed action. Okay. So what that means is now you get bumped down to either doing an auxiliary action, which you choose right now, or doing an attack, but you have minus two modifier to everything. Well, I already can't hit him, so minus two. Uh, what 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 are the auxiliary actions? Just small things that you can do. Like I'll also allow you to Aux- like. All the following are considered possibles as an auxiliary action within a combat round: reloading or changing a weapon, picking up a dropped weapon or item, standing up if prone, using a medical kit, deploying a bipod or tripod on a weapon, any other activity the director deems suitable. So here's what I'll allow you to do instead. You can see Sawyer, like, commandeering, we'll say, a vehicle. I will allow you to just move closer to the vehicle as your turn. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And duck. Go ahead and roll your drive. That's a difficulty 10 still. The driving continues. Mm -hmm. There it goes. Morale improves. Okay, so that's a total of... 12 extra on top of the, what was the original movement? 24. 24. So. 36. So 36. Turn it into 35. All right. I think, yeah, we'll say that you can get one more drive in dock and then we're going to see like what the positioning is on everybody. Kolya, what's your intention? Getting in the car. Sawyer, what's your intention? Also get in. Drive, okay. if you will allow. Yes. All right. And then the T825 is going to go. This is going to be the last round that we're going to be doing in initiative. And then we're going to see what, what the positioning is of everybody. And from there, just assume that like it's generally the same. So Terminator's drive car. What the fuck? <laughs> Get on. <laughs> Why is your... Why is your driving so trash? Oh, that's not too bad, actually. Um, I thought his drive was three. No, he's he's actually getting most of his uh, skills. Yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's rolling three skill dice and getting two of them each time is... Yeah. Okay, never mind. I'm I'm getting angry for no reason. So um, that's another 30. Sawyer, go ahead and roll drive. We'll see how much you get to catch up. Uh, this is a common car. We're not going to say, well, mm. here's what I will do. Here's what I'll do. I'm going to roll a D10. 
if I get a 10, you get a sports car. Okay. Good. Holy shit! Yo! <laughs> oh, I was going to try and tip the odds in your favor, but I see that won't be necessary. <laughs> cool. All right. All right, yeah, you got a sports car. <laughs> you stole a car from someone who was in the middle of a street race. <laughs> yes, I like that. Incredible. Okay. Um, target number 10. I don't think I have anything that gives me modifiers here, so just gonna f- fire my dice. Ooh. A success. I moved 32. Don't forget, you do have a fate point. You could re-roll your skills. Your skills. Eh, I figure it's going to be more important later. Okay, fair enough. All right, Doc, go ahead and roll drive one last time. Also, just like for the... I, I know how initiative is supposed to work, but I figure <laughs> we can like not be shitheads about it and say I make sure Kolya gets into the car before yeah, I yeah, take yeah. off, I even though she's gonna... after me in initiative. Yeah, it's fine. Simultaneity. Yeah. So that's another 40. I am beating a sports car in a street race in a van. Apparently the van uh, is less messed up than the regular car. Listen, it's a good van. The, the engine Listen, on the it's owned by Syrian terrorists. Hmm, I wonder <laughs> if they did anything to it. They souped it up. This van is a hot rod. Hey, it's all about the driver skill, but friends. It's all about finding those gaps between all of the cars. All right, so this is the general position of this all, and at some point you do see there are tons of cop cars coming in. Uh, at some point there's also a police helicopter that's following you all as this chase goes down. You keep constantly hearing them over the megaphone screaming for you all to pull over. Nobody does, I'm going to imagine. No, nope. so, does that include us? Yes. Hmm. Because you're okay. currently you're currently speeding and chasing these guys. Uh, the police cars are going to probably be like two or three squares behind you, but you're in a sports car, so, and they're in regular cars. So they're not going to be able to completely catch up. That's why they have the helicopter. Great. So here is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take your distances, and I'm going to ask for one last drive skill. So you want to lead the Terminator towards the industrial area, correct? Yeah. So, difficulty... We'll say 13. It's going to be strenuous. But this is for basically everybody. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, 13 still gives me one success and two skill successes. All right. Nice, nice, So the Terminator is going to roll as well. It's going to be difficulty 13. It's ranks in drive car is only two, so it is going to make this at a minus two for everything. Okay. It gets no successes. Hmm. Alright. And now, Sawyer, what were you going to try and sell me on? I was going to try and sell you on tracking. Hmm. They're ahead of me. They're probably far enough ahead of me that I have lost sight of them. There is a thing for that. There is Find that. prey. It's a detect test. Uh, Difficulty I mean, to 14 plus the defender's ranks in the stealth skill. I don't think it's trying to hide. 
No, it really isn't. So, um... Detect and tracking are the same number for me. So, Um, if you'll give me either one, it's fine. Although, detect would actually be better because that would give me eyeballs. Hmm. I'm just trying to find the Franks and the Terminator's stealth skill. It does have some. Oh, Jesus Christ, it would be difficulty 17. Hmm. Um, I'd have to roll a 10. Well, minus the fact that it broke the car. True, it did break the car. Make a difficulty 13. Okay. Uh, And what am I rolling? You said the numbers were the same, right? Yeah, numbers are the same, except detect gets me my good eyeballs. Oh, yeah, sure. Then go ahead and uh, use detect. 13? Yep. Alright, no. Um... Does Kolya have any ranks in Detect? Yes, two ranks. Excellent. Would you like me to roll? No. This is for assistance. Okay. Uh, You do not have three ranks or higher, so instead I just get a plus one to the success die. Okay, one success and five on the skill. <laughs> yeah, uh, you definitely managed to keep up. Most of the cop cars don't manage to follow you. The helicopter is staying on you. I will say that you managed to stay on top of the Terminator, who doesn't get to cut off Doc at all. And uh, Doc, where exactly are you leading this thing? I don't even know. <laughs> okay. I am looking at streets. I am judging where the van can make it that is going to be as difficult as possible to follow. That is the only thing going through my head at this moment. Well, there is an industrial factory that you're driving up on right now. And we all know what that means. Let's say that I found a large door big enough for the van to go through, and I judge that we should duck inside and uh, attempt to uh, hide in there for the moment. All right. And just for a little added commitment, let's say it's because the gas tank has been leaking ever since the crash. Hmm. Yeah, sure. All right, so you go in there. Eventually, the Terminator's car comes to a screeching halt. It gets out, pulls open the door, sees that there's only like one halfway dead person inside. The other guy is gone with you. Sarkis is unconscious in the passenger seat. And Sawyer and Kolya, the thing that you see as you drive up is a guy wearing a fucking huge hoodie that you both know is the Terminator grabbing a chain gun and walking into the factory. Yeah. Fuck. (sighs) Okay. Uh, We should have brought the explosives. I still have the grenade. You do still have the grenade launcher. Yes, I will allow you to have the grenade launcher. Uh, Oh, okay. Thank you. What, the full launcher? Uh, No, oh, okay. The grenade. I have the grenade. I'll I'll let you have the grenade. Okay. Okay. So then, I'm going to keep the same initiative. Doc, what is your intention? 
I think at the moment it doesn't matter. I am the Syrians are dragging me along, and so my intention at this point is to not get shot by anybody. All right. Cole, yeah, what's your intention? Yeah, Colin, you should put the fucking Syrians on the initiative tracker if, if they are active in this scene. I love that we uh, just have this wild card of the, the, the Syrians. Like, no, most of us don't know where they came from. They don't know what they're getting into. <laughs> yeah. They're exceptionally fucked. It's really funny. All right, Kolya, what is your intention? I have a grenade pinned to my belt. I have a shotgun strapped to my back, and I have a hunting rifle. You know, I'm just shouldering it. Mm-hmm. And I am, would like to move into the factory. Okay. The Syrians are going to go deeper into the factory and try and hide. Sawyer, what is your intention? I'm going to skulk cantankerously towards my devilish deeds. By which I mean I'm going to sneak. I'm not going in loud. And then the T-825 is going to move its rushing speed in and uh, shoot at one of the Syrians. In fact, I think it's the only Syrian left because Sarkis is unconscious in the driver's seat. The other one is unconscious, possibly dead in the van. The other one was run over at the docks. So it's just you and one more Syrian, but it doesn't have a good line of sight for the shot with its chain gun. So it's just going to move rushing speed through to try and close that gap. So that's what it does. Sawyer, go ahead and roll stealth. I will say the last last thing we heard about Sarkis is that he was concussed enough for me to pull him out of the seat, not necessarily down. Yeah. I'm going to say that he's down. With concussion, that's not good. That's my target number. Here's my question. Who are you stealthing from? The Terminator? I mean, that's the only one that I know. I probably don't know the Syrians exist, actually. True. So, yes. I am I am trying to get in and find Doc without the Terminator finding me. I'm going to say that the target number is going to be 8 plus the detect score of the Terminator, so the total is 11. It has three ranks in detect. Big number. Big number. Eesh. Okay, so it's going to know that you're there, but luckily uh, for you... I have three free re-rolls on this for the whole session. You do? So are you going to re-roll that? Yeah, I think I'm going to re-roll that. Firing. Yeesh! Yeesh! Fuck. You want to try and re-roll again? Yeah, I might as well fucking smoke him if I got him. All right, re-roll number two. What the fuck? No, okay, no, I'm... That's that's it. Okay. The fates have made their say. Yep. Yeah. Christ. That's a three, a three, and a one on my D10s. The Syrians are also going to try and stealth away from the very dangerous person. I'm going to give them the same number. Okay, well, he manages to hide. It's almost like... <laughs> okay. Uh, Kolya, what was your intention again? Going into the factory with my guns. Oh, yep. All right. So, yeah, you move your... We'll say rushing speed in, into there. So, like, you're basically following the terminate. What's your rushing speed, by the way? Six. Your rushing speed is six? Okay. You're actually faster than Terminator. I thought they were slow. Yeah, so that's not too hard. No, Terminators are actually supposed to be pretty fast. Hmm. 
It depends on the model, because I remember T-800 was never in a rush. In the first movie, it does run towards uh, Kyle and Sarah in a foot chase, and it can move. The only reason it moves really slow at the end is because one of its legs is busted. Huh. Yep. Doc, do you also want to roll stealth, or...? I mean, I might as well. I mean, connections aside, I really do not want to spend any more time in the Terminator's company than I have to, which is why I initiated this chase in the first place. All right, go ahead. Target number is 11. All right. Uh, well, let's just see what happens. Exactly what I expected, because I have a zero modifier for stealth. All right, yeah. The, the white coat kind of gives me away. Yeah. Not only do you fail, you do a messy fail, which gives away the position of the Syrian. <laughs> so, what's your intention? Because we're back at the top. By which I mean the bottom. Duck. Okay. Koya, what's your intention? So I'm inside. Yes. I, I, I just want to sweep for people, I guess. Okay. Terminator's not hiding. Yeah, Terminator's not hiding at all. Uh, yeah, no, I shoot the Terminator. Okay, alright, so you'll shoot the Terminator. That's your intention. Yeah, with my hunting rifle. Alright, the Syrian is going to also try and shoot the Terminator. Sawyer, what is your intention? Uh, I mean, I don't know that I failed that. Unless I fucking kicked out a pipe or something underneath me. I'm um, just... you did not do a messy failure, so no, you did not. No, well... Actually, without a messy failure, I will say that you do know that it sees you. Like, it looks directly back at you as you're trying to stealth. Okay. I want to move away and, like, you know, completely break line of sight and try again. All right. And the T825. Oh, it has so many options. It has so many options. It can go after what it considers its primary target. It can go after the Syrian that has captured its now secondary target. It can try and kill Kolya, who is posing the biggest threat since uh, she is the only one visible with weapon that seems to know how to use weapon. It is going to try and shoot Kolya. So it whips around. The barrel has already been spinning. It's been revving it up the entire time. It turns around and it's going to open fire at you. I All need right. to add the heavy machine gun. Mm. Remember, Terminators are not immune to recoil. Yes. Or propaganda. I'm pretty sure they're immune to propaganda. Unless you program them not to be. Propaganda. Mm. Well, that, they're not immune because they get that pro propaganda programmed in. Mm. Very Exactly. Very very true. The recoil on a heavy machine gun is three. If it's going rate of fire, ten. Which it is. <laughs> so, uh, rate of fire, Woof. ten. By the way, just, just to make my action mechanical, I am going to try and duck behind heavy cover. Right, so, real quick, let's go through all of the modifiers. Target yep. is not in hand-to-hand -hand with anybody. Uh, does Kolya have cover or concealment? No. No. Okay. Target does not have superior tactic skill, I'm sure of that. Uh, you moved your rushing speed, yeah? Yes. Last round? Yes. Yes. I always move my rushing speed. Fuck off. Made that choke last time. 
Yeah, and it's still funny. Okay, now here's the thing, Colin. Hmm. Uh, the specific text is, target moved more than their closing speed this combat round. Kolya hasn't moved this combat round she can't possibly have because she goes after. And nope, she doesn't get it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to assume that Svetlana is not encumbered. We've already accounted for recoil. We're at minus three. We're not blind firing or dual wielding. Uh, what's the range? It's prop. She's probably well within range. Feet, 600 meters. It's, it's, no, she is definitely within range. Okay. Okay, so then it's just minus three to the success dice. All right. And because it's on full auto, because of the rate of fire, that means it gets to a uh, re-roll four success if it misses. But only the success. So... No, it can re-roll anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, well, it hits. Well, fuck. Let's see here. That's, uh... That's either 16 damage or 10 damage and a headshot. Well, headshots are just plus six damage. Um, and then oh. because it is a rate of fire 10, that is actually an additional four damage. So that's 14 damage. Plus Ow. two. That's 20 damage. It's more than the health I have left. What's your bulletproof vest? I am wearing one of those. You are wearing one of those. Is your health 18? Current PB zero. My health is normally 19, it's currently 13. I'm sorry. Unless you have another two body points, I'm sorry. Nope, I can't use a fate point or anything. Fate points just for your own rolls. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, damn. It turns around and uh, you all see the Terminator turn around and just riddle Kolya with holes. By the time it's done, there is basically nothing left of her. Shit. Fuck. Ass. Piss. Finally happened. I finally killed a PC. Oh, well. (laughs) This time, fair and square. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's fine. Christ. That was a lot of damage. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to rule, because the heavy machine gun is very powerful. Hey, what's the clip size on that motherfucker? I was going to say the clip size is 200, and it was being used during the firefight. So this is what I was going to say. It only has 20 shots left. Mm. And by 20 shots, I mean 20 bullets. So it only gets two more shots. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I will also instantly die if it hits me like that. But don't let it hit you. Yep. Yeah. Sawyer, you're up. Wow, that's... Huh. All right. Yeah, I I am, like, desperately trying to figure out if there's a way to do anything here. I mean, that's super, like, how it would happen in the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I I shouldn't comment on that. I don't know shit about the movie. In the future, person has to die. I can't remember how Kyle died. He couldn't get away from the dynamite in time and blew up with the Terminator. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, yeah, this is about on par with that, I think. Yeah. Criminy. Okay. Um, well, cool. I said that I'm going to 
get away and continue creeping. So that's what I do. Okay. You Go ahead grizzly? and roll stealth. It's, once again, difficulty 11. Uh, well, I just saw you get fucking slaughtered. I have to make, like, a, a test or something? Or I at least willpower? I think you willpower? do. I think, that's a, I think that's at least a willpower hit. But it's probably a fear thing. Witnessing the brutality of Skynet, which I think this would be, is a fear... Oh, absolutely. ...fear rating of four. So, you need to roll a... Yeah. Uh, 1d10 plus your cool score. I guess we're not teaching this one to love. Alright, slash roll 1d10. Target number is 10. I roll a 13. There you go, you're... You managed to keep a hold of it, despite what you just saw. Doc, do you want to spend your once per session, fuck you, I'm not afraid, or do you want to try and roll for it? Because that is also a very scary thing you just saw. Yeah, I'll just auto-succeed this one. Okay. Would you say that uh, Svetlana was a loved one? Uh, so that gives a, a range of one to three. I'll take yes. one on that. My willpower is okay. pretty high, so yeah. I'm not like in super danger of hitting the threshold where it starts causing me problems, which is nine. I gotta lose seven more before I hit there. Okay, Sawyer, go ahead and roll stealth. Does my target number change because the Terminator turned around and fired a huge flashing gun for several seconds? I Let me check the vision rules on again for the Terminator. I don't know if that... Extreme heat or light can momentarily blind it. So, yeah, you can go ahead and make the target number... 11 instead. 9? It was, a, it was 11 oh, last time. Oh, it was time. 11 before, yes. So go ahead and make it 9. Okay. Please. Oh, please. Oh, please. There okay. you go. Alright, the Syrian is pissing himself in fear, but his intention was to shoot, so he is going to shoot. Oh, damn. Ooh. Nice. Okay. So it's 11 damage. That is 11 damage. The Terminator is not down. But it is looking very, very fucked up. Doc, what were you going to do? I forgot. Hide behind hardcover. Okay. Top of the initiative, so bottom of the order. Doc, what are you doing? I will position myself in such a way that if I am threatened, I will be able to dodge behind further hardcover. Okay. The Syrian is keep going yeah honestly yeah <laughs> he's gonna keep going he's gonna go for it he's gonna kill this fucking thing and I, I imagine he does have at least some cover at this point yes. that was the first round action yes actually in, yeah he's gonna use his turn to get behind cover and hope that this thing doesn't shoot behind the cover Swear, what are you doing I would like to creep over to Doc if I know where if I know where he is. Do I know where he is? I'm not stealthy, so. He, yeah, you know where he is. He's wearing a fucking bright white lab coat. His uh his I think, I think he, my detect skill will uh overcome your stealth trivially. <laughs> Especially if I don't roll. Yeah. And the T eight twenty five is going to fire 
at the Syrian. Syrian is not in cover yet. No, it is not. Well, I, I suggested it would be, and he would be in cover. That was his first round action. Oh, okay. So he's already there. Oh, yes, yes. Got okay. it, got it. All right. So actually, then the Syrian will continue firing. But either way, but um, the Terminator is going to 100% try and kill him. All told, working with total mi- minus five. Uh, s- is it firing uh, at 10 again? ROF yeah. 10? Yeah. So... That because I was I was including the the rate of fire in in that. Okay, so recoil is three, so we're at eight. Okay. Wow. Sorry, seven. Seven to success die. Honestly, if the Terminator knew, the Terminator would know this. So instead, its intention is it going to be to get behind heavy cover. Its own. Yes. Okay. It's going to duck behind heavy cover and wait for the uh, Syrian to try and fire. So it ducks behind heavy cover. Sawyer, I'll just say that you can get to dock if you want. Like, th- that's that's going to be your entire turn. Can I, can I speak to him? Yes. Uh, are you, are you Dr. White? I'll just nod because these are three second rounds. <laughs> Syrian is going to open fire. It ricochets and pings off of machinery, but otherwise does not hit anything. Doc, it's your turn. All right. Well, my action was conditional. That if someone came around the side, I would reposition myself to put heavy cover between myself and everyone. So that's what I do. Yeah. Fuck. All right. I don't trust you. You got a gun. <laughs> I slung over my back. I'm not currently brandishing it. All right, Doc, what's your intention? Continue as before. Okay. Uh, the Syrian is going to try and position himself to get a better shot. Sawyer, what is your intention? Let's see if I can convince Dr. White to Fucking get out of here with me. All right. And the TA-25 is just going to wait for the Syrian to get into a more exposed position and uh, open fire. So it's just going to be waiting in this turn. Skip. Yep. Got it. Sawyer. No, Doctor, please just come with me. I want us both to live so badly. Okay. Uh, the Syrian is going to... Expose himself and move into try and move. He's to gonna what? Position. He's gonna expose himself <laughs> by trying to move into a better position. Doc, yep. I will say that I have been moving laterally through this uh, firefight area. So if you're talking about wanting to live, then I certainly don't mind too much that you're following me because I'm just sort of edging my way around the battlefield, so to speak. If you want, you can start turning on the machinery, too. Like, I'll, I'll allow that. Like, you see buttons, and you start pushing them. I could use that to distract the T-825. Okay. So, that's going to be what I do on this new round, since uh, I had already declared my last action. Okay. And, incidentally, as Sawyer comes back into the view and pleads, 
I uh, hold up my hand in a sort of halt position and hold up one finger and uh, visibly start going towards the machinery controls. All right, the Syrian is going to, now in a better position, going to try and duck behind cover. Sawyer, what is your intention? I guess I'm fucking, like, playing bodyguard. I I don't know if I could, like, reasonably manhandle this guy out of the building, given these circumstances. So I'm just, like, following him and being ready? should probably at least unsling your guns if you haven't. There have been a couple of fours on the skill test uh, rolls, so I'm going to retroactively award some hope points. Oh, speaking of that, fucking Svetlana should have gotten one when she died. What? Correct. Yeah, the one you, last you thing get you a do... You hope point on death. Oh. Uh, one last chance to do something. Yeah, if, oh. if there is a thing you could possibly do on death. Sawyer, I believe that detect will get you one brain? Damn, I get great brain. Fuck off. <laughs> I rolled a four on one of the drive yeah, tests. I'm going to say that's body, or either body or bravado, your choice. I mean, drive is a concentration check. Oh, so then that would be brain. That would be brains. Yeah, so you actually get two for brain. Uh, I think that's it. I think everybody else... Yep, okay. And then uh, Svetlana, I will say that you get one body, and then we'll just say that like you've been barely clinging onto life, and then you get to do one cool thing. Sounds good to me. So, Sawyer, what were you going to do? My answer hasn't changed. I'm... Okay. Following him and being ready, I guess I take the gun off my shoulder and, like, hold it like I'm going to use it to shoot somebody with. Yeah. But I'm not drawing a bead on nobody. I probably can't even see the Terminator at this point. All right. And then the Terminator is going to fucking open fire at the Syrian. Yeah, you hear a scream as the Syrian is turned into a meat pie. 19 yeah. damage. <laughs> so, Sawyer... You're going to follow. Is at this point, Svetlana, you can do your cool thing for, with your body hope point that I'm giving you. Okay. As her last gasp, as she bleeds out, she's going to take her hunting rifle and just try to dome the Terminator. That is called tear right through them. That does cost one body point, and it does an automatic four damage. Well, hell yeah. Technically, this is a hand-to-hand -hand attack, so, so Svetlana just tackles. Oh, when I said dome, I meant shoot with the rifle, like, in the head. Do you have points in melee weapons or unarmed combat? I think so. Let me just double check. I will say there's also how did you hit that, which removes all negative modifiers from an attack roll. Yeah, I have two in melee weapons. Well, here's the thing. I was just going to let you automatically deal four damage because we completely forgot about this and that was going to be, like, my little GM cheat thing to, like, make it a little more fair. Yeah. Okay, but how great would it be if she fucking just, like, her broken and mangled body dives out of the shadows? Yeah, can I tackle it into the uh, industrial... Uh... Machinery. Well, yeah, but I, mean, I meant the... There's ah, a fuck. big, tempting vice right there. 
Hell big yeah. industrial vice. Oh yeah, I'm absolutely, I'm tackling it into that thing. That's my last gasp. So, out of fucking nowhere, Kolya, like, just covered in bullet holes, one of her arms just, like, dangling, tackles the T-825 and deals an automatic four damage to it, which does bring it down. It only had three hit points left. It does bring it down. <laughs> However, I am initiating I'll Be Back, which does some shit. I roll a d10, and I get to see what I damage on this thing. Three. Okay, that's good. So you hold it in place as this hydraulic hammer smashes it, and it tries to roll around, but it smashes one arm, and that arm is completely crushed. It rolls around to try and get up. It smashes the other arm, and it gets up, and it's just missing both arms at this point. So it can no longer use weapons. Its total hit points are halved, so 30 hit points. And strength minus four and dex minus two. Cool. Excellent. So the (laughs) Terminator just looks at its arms Hmm. and then looks towards... Well, actually, we're going to go to dock now. You start turning on all the machinery as this is happening, and... Some of them start roaring to life, and it looks like you just saw this hydraulic hammer like crush this Terminator's arms. So some of this stuff might be able to kill it, which is good because it just rose back from the dead. Doc, what are you going to do? I'm going to gesture for Sawyer to stand behind a hydraulic press, figuring that hmm. the Terminator is going to uh, try and take the fastest route possible. And I am going to move to the controls of the hydraulic press. Okay. Uh, my intent will be to do that. I look... I'm upset. I'm visually upset at everything that's happening right now. It's on my face. I'm probably actually just crying right now. Yeah, that's fair. But I'm, I, I, I'm going to do the thing I can see Doc is going to ask me to do. All right. And the Terminator is going to use its turn to stand up from prone, which it does. Sawyer, you move behind a hydraulic press, and then Doc, you move into position. So what is your intention this time, Doc? Harm. (laughs) I don't even need to ask what that means. Sawyer, what's your intention? Um, goad, perhaps? I, I I don't think I have fucking no my I have no charisma and no persuasion. Uh, that's a dog shit skill. I have a total of three for intimidate, but I don't think that's what I'm going for here. I don't think I can do that. You I think could I just shoot it to get its attention. Yeah, like I'm I'm gonna raise my gun and aim down the barrel at it. All right. The T-825 is going to spend its entire turn looking around and trying to find someone. Sawyer, you aim. Doc, your intention to harm does not go through because uh, it is not moving towards anybody yet. Doc, what is your action? Are you just going to harm again? I do get an auxiliary action. And uh, are there any weapons on the ground nearby? You moved away from the Syrian. The 
Gatling gun, I'm going to say, was destroyed with the hydraulic hammer. How close to Emmanuel White is Colia's corpse? Because that would at least have a grenade on the belt. It does have a grenade on its belt. It might have rolled a little bit. Who knows? Could I spend a fate point to make that true? Yes. My, my last fate point? Yes. In that case, with the auxiliary action I get for not being able to harm immediately, I would like to uh, notice and collect the grenade. Okay. Now I need to declare my new round's intention. Yes. What is your new round's intention? Well, this time I'm going to actually speak up and say, uh, Hey there, friend. It appears that your target is just over there. Need a hand? Oh my god. <laughs> Waggling the grenade, which the Terminator will manipulate with its teeth, presumably. Oh no, I'm not. I've, I've concealed the grenade. I'm, I'm just making okay. fun of it. Okay. All right. Sawyer, what is your intention? Uh, to shoot it in the fucking head. All right. The TA-25 is going to try and move towards Doc and just, like, head fucking headbutt him. Just fucking headbutt him. It can't use weapons, so... Can it bite? No, it can't bite, but it is going to try and roll uh, an unarmed combat. Okay, no. Headbutt is a thing. It's under natural weapons. It's strength minus one is the damage. Minimum damage one. Headbutt is not showing up on here. Oh, no. Also, you cannot move in an attack in the same round. Oh, yeah, okay. Also, the attacker suffers the same amount of damage. (laughs) Okay, that's really funny. Um, Animal teeth or claws is also... It it is, it is. Animal teeth and claws exist, but I don't think they mean, like, human animal teeth. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, it is going to move towards Doc with intention to harm him. So, that's Terminator's turn. Sawyer, shoot it in the fucking face. Shoot it in the back of the goddamn head. Is the Terminator in engaged range with the Doctor? Yes. Fuck. Okay. So I have to roll a a solid success or I will shoot him. My tactics is one, so I'm at a minus one. So I'll just cancel that, so I'm rolling it flat. Target number is 10. Please. Please. Hey. Okay. Um, how much uh, damage? I did not roll that as the weapon, so... Slash roll 1d10 plus... This motherfucker has no armor presently, yeah? Correct. 5 damage. Take 10 damage. All right. Nice. Take a third of your health. Yep, you shoot it and it lands solidly in, not its head, but you do get it like in the shoulder blade and you do see a bit of it fall off. Whatever skin was left is shaken off, except for on the face because they need to save money for the special effects budget. But yeah, Yeah. Doc, you goaded it towards you. Technically, I'm goading it towards Sawyer. Okay. Who just shot it. Intentions, everybody. Doc, what's your intention? If the Terminator moves into a position where it can be harmed by industrial machinery, I am going to initiate the the industrial machinery to harm it. 
and just as a little aperitif, toss the grenade at it right before <laughs> the crushing happens. All right. Sawyer, what's your intention? Probably just to fucking shoot it again. Okay. The TA-25 is going to move towards you, so I'm going to say it ends its turn right in front of the big vice again. Okay. All right. So, uh, Sawyer. Did it move its rushing speed? Yes. Okay, so I'm presently at a minus two to hit. I don't think I've got anything to negate that. So I'm just going to fire my gun. Let's see. I miss. Do miss. I am going to spend my last point of hope in the body category and somebody is going to ask how did you hit that the minus two that uh it inflicted on me because of its increased movement speed and superior tactic score evaporates and that's a 10 to hit so i do it so that's 12 damage plus whatever the thing is for having three on the success dice Oh, I'm sorry. 13 damage. Okay. That doesn't account for my bullets. Okay. And then uh, 14, 15 damage because of the three marching. Go to five. You shoot it in the chest so hard that the rest of the skin that was barely hanging onto its face peels off and you are staring the full metal death machine in the face, which is a fear five effect. I'm gonna have Eat to ask shit. for. Oh, okay. <laughs> Doc, it's standing right in front of the industrial vice. Catch. All right. And uh, just to make sure I've got enough time to do everything, I am going to spend one brain hope point to invoke done. You can use this feat to achieve a complex technical task in half the time it would normally take. All right. Roll tech mechanical. Versus? Target 10. Okay. All right. That'll be uh, one success and three skill thingies. And as if aimed perfectly ironically, the vice closes around the Terminator's neck and starts crunching, and you see the Terminator twitching and freezing up, and eventually it And then the grenade starts being compressed and blows up. You know, the one it caught in its teeth, as we mentioned. Yes, and it explodes, (laughs) and the only thing that's left standing of the Terminator are the legs, which do eventually fall down. Eventually. I fall to my knees and continue crying. Yeah, that's fair. At this point, since the machines are on and an explosion has been heard and backup has arrived, the place starts getting swarmed by police officers. I would like to attempt to take Sawyer and escape out the back. Yeah, go ahead and roll stealth. Difficulty 10. Do I get any assistance from Yes, I'm figuring that out right now. 
uh, working as a team. Uh, we are emphasizing risk right now. Colin, give me a skill test that is not stealth, but is related to what Doc wants to accomplish right now. Detect to see where the police officers are coming in from. All right. What's my uh, target? We'll say 10. Okay. Any skill successes become skill modifiers. Any success successes become success modifiers. Okay. So take plus one to the success dice and plus four to your skill dice. All right. I will also ask if I get any situational modifiers because of all of the incredible noise and mess. Yeah, um, I'll give you a plus four. All right. To success or to everything? We'll just say to success because you're already getting a plus four on the skills. Dice, Five so. to success, four to skill. All right. We're, we're pretty good, I think. I, I don't have anything to add myself, so... Okay. It, yeah. It's you something. climb out the back and we you got just there. run for it. The helicopter does not spot you, and you run away from the factory. So, how long do you want there to be a time skip? Just like a couple days... Next morning over breakfast. Okay. My treat. Okay. I am very carefully picking through the food. Uh, I seem to be fiddling with something in my pocket nervously. Eating things in small bites. Very slowly, putting a lot of time between mouthfuls. You know, that factory really should have invested more in safety rails. I think that would have killed us if they had. Yeah, but evil robots from the future aren't usual operational hazards. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to be funny to cut through the silence here. How much do you know? As much as I was told? <sighs> End of August in... 94... Some sort of... Computer system is going to... Take over the US's supply of nuclear missiles... And... It's going to end the world that way, almost. And all of the survivors, it's going to spend the next however many decades slowly picking them off with an army of those things. Time travel gets figured out at some point, partially thanks to you, and they send assassins back in time to deal with problematic individuals. Or to protect persons of interest, apparently. I think that's what let us win. It was a machine designed to kill, but it was given orders to protect my life. Didn't know how to handle that situation. Not designed to be a bodyguard. Alright. 
and it would seem that I need to accelerate my research. You know, the whole point of it is to avoid Judgment Day, as they call it. I nod in recognition of the term. I'm... I am concerned about what happens if Skynet decides that I, I don't, I do not know how these things carry forward, but it, it would have to eventually decide that that thing failed and it would try again, right? Hard to say for certain. The future, despite the advent of time travel, is not written in stone. It is more an ocean of currents, moving back and forth through measurements of time that we can only understand in a single straight line. You know, back in 43, I was in Los Alamos. Don't suppose you know where that is? Or what happened there? No, I'm... I'm afraid not. Hmm. What about the Manhattan Project? That's a name I'm familiar with, yes. Yeah, that, that one caught on. I wasn't one of the big names there. Technically, I don't even have a degree, but that wasn't as important back in the day, so long as you had a good grasp of the science, you could get somewhere. Well, that's why those Syrians who kidnapped me thought I could build a bomb for them. I could. Learned enough while I was there. Learned enough to regret my actions. But then in 55, I wanged my head. I was getting out of the shower. I had this vision of a tachyon resistor. Just kind of like tilt my head and squint. I know one of those words. It's not important. What's important is that if I can figure it out, if I can give it enough power, if I can build a machine that can make use of it, then time travel will be possible. And I am convinced that it is possible, because the world hasn't ended yet. I've come to terms with the bombs we dropped on Japan. I ultimately may have been necessary to avoid even more bloodshed, but after that... The Cold War, the military build-up, mutually assured destruction, we are on the razor's edge of annihilation. And I am thoroughly convinced that the only reason we haven't fallen off the edge is because time travelers have gone back found the moments that are most important to make sure that the right people are in the right spots to stop the worst from happening. 
And it would seem that, at least in one future, the worst does happen. And they've got time travel. They're trying to make sure it continues to happen. But I don't see that as our only possible future. Just kind of shake my head and shrug. It's fine to think about, but it's all this... I'm not qualified for any of this. Yes, I'm... On behalf of everyone who's worked in time travel mechanics, uh, temporal mechanics, I suppose I should apologize. Shrug. But I will point out that they only sent one robot back. If time travel was easy, if changing the future was easy, they would have sent a small army, or for that matter, annihilated humanity at a much more vulnerable moment. I don't think we'll have to worry about uh, a repeat of yesterday, at least. Not soon. Hopefully not for at least 13 years. As it is, I've gotten quite a bit of motivation. I always figured time travel would be realized. Now I've seen the proof. By the way, who was that with you? My bodyguard from the future. Right. The machine did mention something about that. She struck me as having had a hard time of things, which certainly makes sense. Well... I'll do what I can on my end. Skynet may have wanted to change the future in a specific manner, but... Now that I know I'm on the right track... I think the future's going to change in a way that they don't want it to. I don't know how I could help beyond wishing you the best of fortune. I'm supposed to run uh, an underground railroad of sorts for survivors. I don't think I have much in the way of technical expertise, unless you need somebody to find strange birds for your experiments. I wouldn't ask you to help with my pet project. I've got my own lab. All I will ask you to do is maybe keep your survival skills sharp just in case Judgment Day happens anyway. And if you do end up meeting or helping to create this resistance, 
Tell them I tried. I tried my damnedest. Extend my hand across the table. I accept it. I imagine the handshake is very weak on both of our parts. Yeah. And I think the image of a very weak handshake is a pretty good spot to end it all. Hey, look at that! I managed to do a fucking can- short campaign, and it was the amount of time that I planned it for. Yay! Uh, hey. Last session Yay. went for four hours. Yeah, I mean, it's just fine. It's fine. I know how you both die. <laughs> oh, yeah! Um, at least in the alpha timeline. Um, So, I, I gave this to, uh, to Claire way back when I gave her, like, your profiles. Sawyer dies in 2009 during an attack that Skynet initiated after finding out where they were hiding and basically sent in a ton of HK aerial drones and killed them along with anybody that they were currently escorting. That's a nice long life. Yeah. Uh, Doc does not survive Judgment Day. Doc is one of the three billion that died. Damn. Rip. Rip and piss. I mean, fair enough. He's already 68. Yeah. Thank you, players, for playing. Thank you, listeners, for listening. I hope this was fun. We muddled through the rules a lot, but it's this is kind of a crunchy game. I don't think it's meant for stuff this short. And if it is, then, uh, then more power to you if you try and do something similar to this. But yeah, that's... Terminator Miami Vice. Yeah, <sighs> Can't believe I fucking lived through that. Good job. I will say, the more exposure I've had to the Terminator RPG rules, the less impressed I've been with it. Yeah. So, uh, there's th- this is a very learning curve. Yes. RPG. Yes. Yeah. Like it I can see where it would appeal to some people, but I don't think I'm going to run the system again, honestly. Also, uh I think just based on the feel of how the text talks about things, I think it wants you to be running post judgment day campaigns. Yeah. Yeah, it it definitely wants you to be running like the the height of the war. So basically from the time where John Connor like is in charge of the resistance yeah. now to the point where like the Terminators start getting sent back in time, that's the time frame it wants you to play it, in. It seems almost resentful of the fact that it has to cater to people who want to go back in time. That being said, I, I am backing the um the T2 expansion, but that's mostly because like I don't know. It's a cool idea for a game and I can see where the appeal is yes. having played it now I don't think that appeal is to me I enjoyed myself oh I enjoyed myself I just um I would have liked to enjoy a better system in the process yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's 
It's one of those things where, like, I would absolutely play another Terminator campaign. I would not play another Terminator campaign in the Terminator yeah, I would system. want it to be more cinematic feeling. Right. It, this, this seems very more like it wants to be interested in the crunch rather than, like, the, the cinematic yeah, feel of everything. It could be streamlined quite a bit. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you could probably just fucking use Apocalypse World. Probably. Honestly, probably. Call it Apocalypse World. Yeah, I mean, that's extremely s- streamlined. I think you could create a happy medium based on the rules as they stand, but mm. I would wait for a second edition to uh, revisit Terminator RPG. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, also, like, it, it desperately needs some updates. Yeah, like, the book is very poorly laid out. Like, the table of contents is basically useless. You have to use the index for everything, basically. Mm-hmm. Just for reference, in the table of contents, rules and mechanics start at page 52, and then immediately jumps to the machines on page 144. You could break that up a little more, book. Just a bit. But yeah, I, like, I don't, I don't want to complain about the game too much. Like, it's fine. I just don't think it's for me. Is this point I'm going to say good night, players. Good night, listeners. Thank you for listening and enjoying. And if you didn't enjoy, well, I'm sorry. Good night. How did you get this far? Didn't enjoy. It was only three session long. Yeah. Deal with it.